Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond, East Denver Bible Baptist Church. Welcome to our Eternity's Viewpoint podcast. It's been some time since we've been able to be with you, but we're glad to be with you today. I want to read to you out of First Peter, or not First Peter, Second Peter, actually. We've done it. We did a little bit in First Peter. We're going to start with Second Peter today, and hopefully uh, we'll do a, several weeks of this, possibly see how it goes along. But Second Peter chapter 1, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and the temperance, patience, and the patience, godliness, and the godliness, brotherly kindness, and the brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. First of all, I would like to mention that Simon Peter, we believe to be the author of this book, it's Second Peter. It was written after First Peter and shortly before his uh, martyrdom, which was somewhere between 64 and 66 A.D. So uh just want to mention a little bit. I certainly enjoyed talking on First Peter and looking forward to sharing a bunch of you in Second Peter here today. And uh, so anyhow, uh, let me just mention that Simon Peter is a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. So a servant and an apostle. Now, it's wonderful that Simon Peter, as an apostle, as a servant of Jesus Christ, shares things with us that can be helpful in our own Christian life. We don't have the opportunity to be today to be apostles. I know there's some that teach that uh, I've seen churches that have listed their leadership as being an apostle. Uh, however, an apostle is an eyewitness of Jesus Christ 
and none of us were that. We are disciples because a disciple is simply a follower of Jesus Christ. But like Simon Peter, we also are servants. It's a good thing to be a servant. It's a good thing to uh, certainly you want to be a servant to a master who has has best interest of, of yours in his thoughts, that he wants you to be the best person that you can possibly be. And uh, we've had this saying for a long time, and I'm not sure where it originally came from, but it says, after all he's done for me, how can I do less than give him my best and live for him completely? And that's exactly what we need to be doing in our lives. But he says to them that have obtained, he said, you're an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Boy, it's good to we talk about fellowship, and that's people being in the same boat together, and it's good to be in fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's good that we have the same precious faith, even though we've come on the scene 2,000 years nearly since Peter was on the scene, we still have that same faith. That same faith is available to us. It's because of the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. He's imputed to us his righteousness. And what a wonderful thing that is, that we have something that we don't deserve, but God gave to us. And when he gave us our faith, he gave us so much more with that as well. He says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So grace and peace be multiplied. You know, uh, I, was, uh, I enjoyed math as a kid. I enjoyed the numbers. I didn't get into the calculus and the geometry and trigonometry and all those types of things. Didn't do well with that type of math. math. But if you just want to take numbers, I, I, I was pretty good with that. And I can tell you this, I'd rather take something and multiply it than just add it. Although you've seen the uh, questions of, would you rather take one and just keep completely adding one to it for a long period of time or so forth? Certain ways that, you know, addition can be better than multiplication, but I think one thing we look forward to is being able to multiply uh, things and obviously obtain more than what we had in the past. But the Bible says grace and peace are multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. What a wonderful thing it is to have grace and peace to know that it comes because of our knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. And God just keeps pouring it on. He just gives us more and more. And a wonderful thing that is. And uh, then we talk about true knowledge. It says, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. You know, one thing, it's good to, good to have life and you'd like to have a long and a successful life, you like to have a healthy life. But not only do we have that, but God also gives us godliness. And how does it happen? It comes because of the knowledge of him, and he's given us a calling. He's called us to glory and virtue. And he goes on to say, whereby are giving unto us exceeding 
great and precious promises, but by these ye might be partakers of the divine lust. And when we think about things that are given unto us, the Bible says every good and perfect gift is given to us uh, from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So God says he's going to everything that we have is a gift from him. And for by grace are you saved through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. In 1 Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 3, when we talk about things that are given unto us, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning with verse number uh, 11. Well, you, we could actually pick it up a couple verses before that. For we are laborers together with God, your God's husbandry, your God's building, according to the grace of God which gives us, is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. But the Bible tells us what kind of a foundation we ought to lay, and we need to lay the foundation upon Jesus Christ. And, of course, what we need to lay on that foundation is gold, silver, and precious stones in contrast to wood, hay, and stubble. And so God has given us all these blessings. He's giving us, uh, because of his divine power, he's given us all things that pertain unto life and to godliness. It comes through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. You know, the Bible talks another place to make our calling and election sure. But God gives us a calling, and what a wonderful privilege it is to be a servant of God. What a wonderful privilege it is to be a saint of his. What a wonderful privilege it is to be adopted into the family of God. And then he goes on to say, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Now think about this. Think about people that make you promises. Think about promises that you've made to people. You know, because we're all sinners every once in a while, we promise someone we're going to do something and we fail. We don't do it as we should. And we certainly are responsible for that. We should be ashamed that we're not keeping our promises. But we also have experienced the disappointment of someone who has promised to do something for us. And it was what a wonderful blessing it sounded like when this individual said, I'm going to do this for you. And then they didn't follow through on it. We need to make sure as a child of God that we keep our promises. Don't ever tell someone you're going to do something unless you know that you're going to be able to do it. But certainly God Every promise in the scripture that he gave to us as believers, he keeps those promises. And uh, we're giving exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. That's being born again. That's, that's having all the attributes that uh, are available because we're born and made in the likeness and image of God. And we're choosing to follow him. And we're choosing to live for him. 
The Bible says because we've been saved, we become children of God, and God gives so many blessings with that. So those things which pertain unto life and godliness comes through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory in virtue. He's given us something to live for. And uh, I'm going to go into this. I'm not going to get too much farther with this particular message, but it says uh, we are to be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and the virtue knowledge and the not. Excuse me, in the virtue knowledge, the knowledge temperance, and the temperance patience, and the patience godliness. Now we could go back into the book of Galatians. Let me just go back there a minute. Galatians chapter 5, and make the comparison, I believe. Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verses number 22. And take me a minute here to get there, but I'm glad to get here. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit. Is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Now look at what we have here in uh, chapter 1 of Second Peter. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and the virtue knowledge, and the knowledge temperance, and the patience temperance, patience, and the patience, godliness, and the godliness, brotherly kindness, and the brotherly kindness, charity. Now, we can see this just like the fruit of the spirits mentioned. These are wonderful things to have, wonderful things, characteristics to be a part of our life. And uh, God gives us these things. And we we have a foundation. We build one upon another. So we need to be looking to God and saying, God, Help me to be that kind of a person. Help me to live that life. As the Bible says, set your affection on things above, not on things of this earth. If we turn over to the book of Philippians, uh, I think we can make some comparison here. Verse, uh, Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse number 6. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hands and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. The Bible says, set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 33, it says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be given unto you. These are exceeding great and precious Promises. These are things that we get as because of the fact that we're partakers of the divine nature. These are things that we get because the Bible says, You hath he quickened who are dead and trespasses and sins. And it talks about the old life in Ephesians chapter 2. And the word of God says, And such were some of you, but now you've been washed. We've escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And now we have all these blessings. 
God gives us this diligence. He gives us faith. He gives us virtue, and then comes knowledge, and the knowledge temperance, and the temperance patience, and the patience godliness, and the godliness brotherly kindness, and the brotherly kindness charities. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that's where we are right now. That's what God has done for us. What a thing it is to be able to praise God and to praise him for all he's done for us. And I'm going to pick this up on our next time, but I want to trust that God would bless you today and God would help you to seek after these things. What a wonderful thing to be a child of God and have all these promises that are available to us as we live a life that's... uh, a servant of Jesus Christ as a disciple, one who deserves to serve him and to make things, uh, to be able to share these things with others so that they might know Christ as we do also. God bless you and have a wonderful Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr., The Eternity's Viewpoint podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.